This is a special edition of Guest X Podcast coming to you from Malaga, Spain, and broadcasting from the Vitor Living Experience, where we will be talking to some of the leading hospitality experts in the European market. Okay, Brian, we've got another great guest with us. In fact, it's one of the title sponsors here, Johan. Now, give it to me one more time. Okay, there we go. Von Style Diner. But Von I want you Style to Diner. And there I'm not going to butcher it. I'm getting it. closer. <laughs> I'm getting close. Yeah, that's easily the hardest one we've done. But, but, but Johan is with Cave Home and actually had an opportunity to sit on a panel with him this morning. And it's just, I tell you what, you talk about filling the need of vacation rental on the furniture side. But what I'd like, Johan, is if you could talk to... Talk to our listeners just about the, the service you guys are now providing and how you came to kind of get into this. Because, you know, the company didn't start to serve as vacation rentals, but you found a, a, a really unique problem that we've got and you're solving it. Okay, thank you. Well, let me start with the uh, with the latter part of your question, meaning uh, precisely how we got into this business. So, uh, Cave Home is a, an extension of an existing, quite uh, well-established B2B business. As management, we looked at our business model and we were very worried about the future of the model because many B2B players in the furniture field hardly managed to create a brand as such. And we all know that without a brand, uh, sooner or later, your future fades away right in front of your eyes, right? So our business was growing and growing. It required more and more investments from our part and, and we, we came up with that. So in infrastructure, uh, we opened our offices all over the world for sourcing and for product development. But we were a bit at a loss as to the viability of our, of our business model in the, in the long term. In the meantime, we had come to the conclusion that e-commerce, instead of uh, a threat, could be an incredible opportunity for us, precisely because we already, uh, from our logistical point of view, always focused on, on KD furniture, so we wanted everything as flat as possible to optimize expenses and, and logistical expenses. And we'd always had a big focus on photography and, and even videos for our items. So we already ticked a few boxes for e-commerce. And unlike all the other players in the furniture field at that time who were pushing away the e-commerce, we embraced it. And that was a very lucky strategic decision. I'm thinking 10, 11 years ago, probably, when e-commerce was just emerging. Yeah. And we really geared up to that. We started to invest heavily in, in IT and in more and more stock because stock in our business is king, right? So we kept re increasing our stock. And then at a certain point, we found ourselves in front of an incredible opportunity because if we, we manage to do the e-commerce, we've got the technology to support the big players, then the jump to an own brand is, is not a big jump to make, right? So what we did then is to very carefully create an identity for our B2C concept, which is K-Phone, as, as you know it today. And this only started in Sirius about six years ago. But again, we had a head start because we built it on the basis of an existing B2B business. Yeah. The infrastructure was there, Matt. So anyway, we, we did that. We started very carefully in the French market. And at that time already, our business was developing pretty much all over the world. At that time, probably in around 60 markets. And today we grew that into 80 markets. So the risk was also relatively low because all we did is just take one market and launch our B2C concept and see what happens. Obviously. The B2B traditional business was on its heels. They were like, okay, what are you guys doing here? Right. You're becoming our competitor. And that's yeah. where they were wrong. Because we found a way also for the B2B partners to become part of this journey. Uh, if you would like to, I can explain more about that later. Yes, please. Okay, because it's a big one. Yeah. So so anyway, this, this grew and grew and grew. And then all of a sudden, just like that, we look at our data, our sales data. We, that's the B2C, you can measure everything, right? Yep. 
And we were like, hold on, so much of our turnover is ending up in rentals. And then we turned this into an opportunity. We're setting up a division that is completely dedicated to supplying the, the rental business under the Cave Home Rental. And the reason we can do that is because our, our we have a fully-fledged concept. So you can really furnish your apartment all the way down to the candles and have one supplier for your property who takes care of everything. And therefore, we are yeah we have a, we have a winning proposition for this industry. Tell our listeners so they understand the magnitude of your your business. Yeah. How many products you guys carry at any given point in your warehouses? Because yeah. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. It was staggering. Yeah. yeah. It was staggering. Yeah. Don't, don't mention it too often because. I Otherwise, I won't sleep tonight. <laughs> because, because now, what you need to know is that we have licensed our. I always come up with the long answers, but I have to tell you this, otherwise, my answer doesn't make sense. We have licensed our concept out into other markets. We, our, our partners in Australia, Korea, and other places actually carry stock as well. So, in in the Spain arena, we we but an item is 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 a chair or a sideboard or or a candle. Huh? Uh, I'm sorry, a box of candles in this case, but it's a total of 800,000. That is just an astonishing yeah, number. It is, it is. But the good thing is that out of our 5,000 plus SKUs, obviously, always because of demand or, or peaks in demand, all of a sudden you find yourself without an item, right? The good thing is that property managers like yourselves or your teams would always have insight into our stock position. So they can say, okay, I need to furnish this apartment, God knows when, in January, right? Uh, maybe an item is not there now, but it will come in in December, you just block it. Mm -hmm. Or our, our system offers you an alternative in case it's not going to come. So it's very a very reliable approach to this, to this industry. It's absolutely fascinating, the concept of having you know, a company like you start to furnish vacation rentals and standardizing that process. What goes into a home? How do you actually put together a home that makes sense? We've always furnished homes as homes, not keeping in mind, you know, the, the, the way that it's supposed to function. You guys have taken a concept as well of being able to stage a home, pretty much, Definitely. with furniture, yeah. proposing it to a homeowner or a property manager and start the design process, not with buying the piece of furniture and placing it in the house, but actually taking a step back and saying, this is the concept and this is how we would do it. There you go. Tell us how that process is, how managers have embraced that and the effect that it's had on uh, the way you guys have been able to scale. Yeah, so, well, the scaling in terms of, of holiday rentals is only beginning. We're, we're just scratching the surface. Yeah. And it was just listening very carefully to what, what our customers were saying and asking for and analyzing our data. I mean, we, we sell around 6,000 6, pieces of furniture per day or items, leave our warehouse. So, so the data is becoming very interesting. You can read a lot into that. And, and looking at that data, we, we found out that indeed a lot went to Hollywood House. Plus, you know, it's not rocket science to imagine that the, this market is booming and it needs furniture and, and you know, yep. one, one, one and one makes two, doesn't it? So th this is pretty much what we did. And uh, I would like to not correct you, but, but to explain one thing in what you just mentioned, which is the word standardizing. What we try to do is, is actually ex exactly the opposite. We want to offer our partners the possibility to not standardize because I don't know in, in we don't know the US market that well but I would imagine that a lot of your your apartments would look the same unfortunately uh, a typical holiday home look right what we want to offer with our 5000 plus SKUs is, is the opposite to say hey listen you got 10 apartments let's do every apartment according to a theme or let's play around a bit you know so I think my concept of standardizing is putting equality 
of furniture in a home. Okay, all right. Okay. Because I think what's happened is we have a lot of inventory in the United States, and then there's inventory all over the world. And one of the issues that we run across is inventory that's old, hasn't been updated. The level that the expectation of a guest going into unit is that they're going to meet good quality furniture that's not scratched, that, that is up to date. Yeah. Uh, that, that to me is standardization of a quality of product there you go. within a okay. level of I get quality. it. Yeah. And, get and it. to make it scalable. Exactly. Right? Because I do think you know, one of the problems is, a lot of times, is you also don't, you know, the, these property managers are not designers. You know, and, and that's and, a very hard thing to do well. It is, it is, but but the, the payoff is huge, yeah. right? If I walk into a home and it's well put together and it's well thought of of how these pieces fit together. So, you know, I think you mentioned something during your presentation yesterday evening at the welcome reception mm -hmm. about the about how you guys are scaling because it's you're using a lot of your partners right and like i think it was called was it cave pro yeah yeah, yeah. pros so are the explain to the, that role of the of the pros and what they're doing to help you kind of grow certainly my, my pleasure because that's, that's exactly where we try to hit this market is through the cave pro yeah. program a bit hard to pronounce, Cave Pro program, but that's, that's, how, that's how it sounds. I can't, I can't make anything else of it. So, in the Cave Pro program, uh, what we do is we we treat the property managers or actually real estate developers, hotel managers, purchasing managers. We try to treat them the way they deserve to be treated, which is obviously as a premium premium customer, right? And there's various ways to help them. Uh, what, what we what you guys are looking for is actually the first slogan of our company. Our, our group uh, was not called Cave at that time, and the underscore was Furniture Solutions. Hmm. And that solution part is still very much in our DNA. So I believe what we have to offer to these property managers, and designers, and, and hotel procurement people is to solve solutions and, and to sorry to bring solutions uh, to their problems and, and and let us do the worrying and you you focus on selling your property or your rentals or whatever. So that is what we're doing, and how do we do that? We, we help them in the early stage with the product selection, the layout, the mood boards, 3D renderings, as you saw yesterday, a big part of our of our future business in, in this channel will come through the 3D, we believe. So we are very busy uh, rendering 3D, making 3D renders for our items, which is not an easy job if you introduce 14 new items per week, which is what we do. So we have a bit of a challenge there. That's <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. Um, your products are they? Are you also manufacturing the products, or how do you, or do you have manufacturers that you're sourcing? Yeah, predominantly we work with external partners, where okay. we always want to be careful not to be too big a, a customer for that factory. So we we want to get just below that point of dependence, meaning 15 up to 20 percent of their turnover, not more. So they keep their their flexibility. They learn from other partners as well. On the one hand, and on the other hand, yes, we, we are producers. We have an operation in the south of Spain for the production of, of upholstery, allowing precisely for this industry to make personal personalized items. Uh, sofa beds is actually one of our traditionally strongest items. Obviously, very important for for, for rentals. Yes. And and yeah, so so this is this is how we help. In many countries, there's also the setting up of the furniture. And as mentioned, we are considering adding further services to that. One financial service, which is in the making. I cannot tell you when we believe it will come out, but I see a big opportunity 
for us to actually not sell the furniture to properties, uh, but to rent it out. Yeah, yeah. Which, which for the economic model would be would be a big one. Yeah, yeah there, there was there's actually a, I think a small startup in Orlando, right, that you had mentioned that was starting to do where you could buy all the furniture, or they would effectively kind of lease it. To yeah. You, yeah, to, to yeah. Your, yeah. Yeah. So there is there is a concept that does something very similar. I, just, I find it fascinating, especially because you guys are using so much data on the back end. Yeah, we do. Yes. To be able to produce the furniture, and then you know you're not just developing furniture; you're developing furniture very smart. Right. The Thank more you. fascinating part of that is you know the ability to be able to recreate space. So if something gets damaged in a house, being able to say, you know, I have a picture frame, Matt. It's damaged. I need replacing. I probably have no idea what the heck that picture is called or what the serial number is. But we do. But you guys do. Yeah, that's and huge. that to me is just, it's, it's massive because it's not something, we set up the home once, I don't yeah. want to have to do it again. And we're also, somebody has said it recently in our industry, which is we're almost in the business of photography and marketing. Yeah. That is what we do, right? Yeah. Every time you change a picture or you change a fork or a plate, I don't want to have to photograph that all over again because it's changed. Well, if, if, if you would, uh, we're in this in this interview right now, uh, allow me to, to say the name of our website. So it's kfome with a K yeah. dot com. And because you mentioned photography, I would invite the people to look at the quality of the photography. Your photography yeah. is phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We, we've always, always, that's our window. That's our shop window. That's where we sell. And it's one of the most important things. I mean, photography goes from photography inside of the unit to external. I'm going to plug you really quick, but we talk about content a lot. And if you don't have the right pieces in and it doesn't represent the home well, that guest is going to move on to the next house. You have probably about two to three seconds on a photo to attract a guest. But if the house is set up the right way, yeah. you're going to attract the guest and they're going to book with you. But the opposite can also happen. We mentioned that today in our forum, right, Matt? Mm -hmm. Whereby, I believe I said, I, I came forward with the idea that frustration is a function of expectation. So the, the opposite can also happen, that it looks so good on a photo, and then the guests come in and they turn around, they leave again. because. But that's why you exist, right? Yeah. Because we can almost guarantee that what they see in that photo, when they arrive at the house, is the product that they're going to receive. That's, that's what we like to hear, yeah, because I believe that we can live up to that. But in many cases, you know, a wobbly table or everything about what you mentioned, Pat, yeah. everything scratched and, and run down. And so there is there is indeed a very big opportunity for, for us to contribute to the, let's say, the, the return on investment for the property holders in this sense, just with maybe a slight ups, uh, increase on, on their on their budget or not even, because I believe we come up with very attractive propositions, they can have such a better return on their on their property. It's, it's frankly a bit of a no-brainer, and, and people come to realize that. Yeah. Well, it would be really interesting to get some data on lifeline of furniture. So how often or on a timeline, how long does furniture last or need revisiting and refer, basically refurbishing? Because Properties always need to be refreshed as well to stay relevant. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think what's really interesting about this, and, and Johan, thank you for coming, coming on because I think, you know, Brian, when we first started this podcast, it was about a couple of things: identifying what is kind of guest experience, right, and identifying solutions that allow you to then fulfill what that guest experience needs to be. And no one's disagreed that the first two or three minutes when you walk in a door, right, is a big piece of the guest experience. And we all know that, you know, how you furnish the home and how you stage it and how it looks is a big piece of it. 
and I think what Cave Home is doing, and the reason I think a lot of people, as I talk to property managers around the Vitor Summit, are excited about what Cave Home is doing, is because now it's a solution to what they knew was a problem, but they really didn't know how to solve it. Right. And so now, if you can go to your homeowners and go, no, this is how we're going to do our furnishings, you know, and they can, and they can see the quality of the furniture and the price point, they can get behind that and understand that that's that's where we need to be as an industry because if not we're going to keep falling short of, of guest expectations and that comes down to the professionals the professionals guide the owners and they're also the ones that set the standards for the homes so if i'm a home if i'm a property manager i set the standard of what i want my homes to look like if my homeowners don't meet those expectations then they're not the right customer for me or my customers okay. my expectation would be I want beautiful furniture in my home because I want guests to come into my house and at the end of the day that's going to produce a good review. And that is the most important thing that a property manager has yeah. is the review. There you go. Yeah. And, and we take a little bit further because if, if we have we have a few tie-ups here in Europe with big players who have chosen KFOM as the to-go-to place for furniture. And that allows us to do something quite sexy, frankly, whereby, think about it, uh, there's a big French hotel chain, uh, Sofitel. You sleep in their hotel, you're like, wow, this pillow is amazing. And at checkout, they ask you if you want to buy a pillow. I mean, that's not so hard to, to, to come to also, right? So clever. And we do the same thing. So in, in certain apartments in Berlin, in Madrid, in Barcelona, where have you not, all, all the furniture in the, in, in the rentals is cave home. There's a little sign there, very, you know, very subtly done without overdoing it also. But hey, this part, apartment is furnished with cave home furniture. It's a little QR code. The customer can register, and when they register, all their purchases of that customer, we have a kickback commission to the owner of the place. I yeah, mean, you create an affiliate yeah, program, instead, which of is pay, great. instead of paying Google, we pay uh, yeah. the owner of the apartment. How yeah, you know, it works for everybody? They, they, yeah, because yeah. they weren't monetizing that before. It's probably you know, less expensive for Gabe than paying Google, and yeah, so yeah. everybody kind of wins. And, yeah. and look, the nice part for you guys is and it's a great concept. Is that's kind of been. That trail's been blazed a little bit because the heavenly beds and you know in the hotels, you know, they've been selling the mattresses for quite some time, and they, yeah, they, that's kind of a big piece of some of the big brands in the U.S. So you know, I think customers are kind of used to that, and and everybody likes to be able to try things before they have to buy. They, you know, they, especially with furniture, it's a big commitment, right? When you start to go in and refurnish your home and things like go. that. So, well, thank you very much. Thank Pleasure, you for man. supporting the Vitor Summit as well. You know, it, it helps I think raise our entire industry. You know, getting these professional property managers together and then showing them where we can go as an industry. So we appreciate it. Our it's pleasure. a shame that more people can't experience this coming international yes. to see what you guys have done with the living experience here. Yes. Because I think that it has been, even for us coming from the U.S., the way that the, the house has been put together and the furnishing and yeah. the way it's been set up. Probably one of the coolest exhibits I've, I've been to at a conference. Really well done. Right? Yeah. We're sitting yes. in, no, and just for our listeners, we're sitting in all of Cave's furniture and it's yes. extremely comfortable. It is. Before we go, tell our listeners how they can reach you. What's sure, the and, and what markets too, and kind of how you guys you are go. expanding. Yeah, so as I mentioned, we're, we're present pretty much all over the world. There's actually warehouses in, in other parts of the world as well. It's very simple. On the cavehome.com website, on the bottom, there's a little link where you can uh, ask for information. And quite interesting, actually, because our KFOM website is already enjoying around 3 million hits per month. So all of a sudden, instead of looking for hardness, they, they, we, we get them presented through our own website, so they can do it there. And uh, But they can also write an email to me. I would re really appreciate that. It's uh, johan at 
cavehome.com. Joanne is J-O-H-A-N at cavehome with a K and then dot com. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much, Joanne. Gentlemen, my yes. pleasure. Thank you very much. That's it for this week's episode of GuestX. Be sure to sign up for our email list at guestxpodcast.com. That's guest, the letter X, podcast.com. And follow us in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episodes. We are Brian Hamali and Matthew Loney signing off and reminding you to always create a guest experience worth talking about. See you soon.